welcome to the Francast. We are really excited today. This is our our technically our seventh episode of the Francast, but it's really our first episode because this is our first episode as a standalone, our own podcast. Uh, this is the first spinoff that we've ever done with the Hallmarkies podcast. So it's really important to us if you like what we're doing, if you can leave your ratings and reviews, if you can listen, if you can share it. Uh, we really, really, really appreciate it because we want this to be a success. We really believe in this show. So please, please, please share the Framecast. We're so excited about it. And uh, so I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hello, everybody. Yes. So are you guys excited? We are. Uh, we are on iTunes. We are established. We are our own thing. We are the Francast. It's so yeah. fun. It's exciting. It's yeah. cool to see it. I was hunting. It's in my subscribed now. <laughs> yeah, it took a while for it to come up on iTunes. We didn't have an episode last week because I didn't want there to be any kind of confusion about uh, about what was going on. I wanted to wait until it was all done. And uh, so, Larry, excited? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. You no, know, I was just thinking, Funko and Fran Drescher. I think we need to come up with a deal. I need a Fran, the nanny, Funko Pop to go with my Golden Girls set here. So, oh my goodness! I'm gonna, Genius. I'm gonna need a deal to be struck. Fran, if you're listening, send this on over to Funko. Let them know the demand yes. is here. Oh Let's my goodness! Hashtag it. So bro. Yes. Funko Fran. <laughs> because it's absurd that we don't have a fran dresser funko pop is there right? anything more perfect for a funko pop <laughs> there isn't i can't think of anything yes <laughs> hey she even has the big hair i mean she's got I it oh it'd be so good it would be, be so good amazing. amazing yes so hashtag funko fran yeah we'll make that happen <laughs> But we are so excited. So thank you so much to everybody who supported the podcast and will continue to do so. But please share it with everybody you know. Please spread the word. Please leave your ratings and reviews. We need it. Uh, we really want this to work. And if it works, then we can get approved to spin off some of the other shows for Hallmarkies podcast. So even if you're just a fan of those, <laughs> support this because then we'll get more. Uh, we'll get more, be able to do more and more and more. And we're just really excited about that. So today we're looking at the first season episode 17, 18, and 19. And they're pretty fun, I think, grouping. Uh, it's a good one to start our next sort of phase with. And our first episode is called Stop the Wedding, I Want to Get Off. And this one's a pretty fun one, especially I think Hallmarkies would like this one. It's very romantic. <laughs> On a lot of levels, I think. Uh, it's, it's romantic. And uh, Colleen, what did you think? I Overall. thought this was like, I thought this was out of the three. This was actually my favorite this mm -hmm. week. So I thought this was a good one. I liked the two guest stars. The main guest stars were good. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess we'll get into the, who they are later, but yeah. I got a kick out of the, the whole Duke royalty thing. It made me think of Hallmark immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A lot of Hallmark. In yes. this episode. It, really... it was good. And the fashion was fabulous. As yes. Usual, so, <laughs> so Larry, what did you think? I don't, 
I don't know if I ever have seen this episode. It, I don't know. It wasn't familiar to me at all watching it. So I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, it was a funny episode. That so was like brand new to me. Was, I think that you interesting see, experience. I think you see his sister one more time when it's closer to their wedding. Okay. And there's a whole episode with her and his family like object, objecting to Fran uh oh, okay. even and they make some excuse of what happened to lester uh and so i i vaguely recall that i could be wrong but i vaguely recall that okay. but yeah i mean it's kind of fun because as we talked about in the pilot uh the whole inspiration for fran for coming up with the idea of the show was from visiting twiggy in britain so in london and uh, and so for her to now be on the show is kind of fun. Yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. So she was over, she had, I guess she had uh, sat next to one of the executives of CBS on a plane. She pitched an idea for a show and, uh, and then, well, she pitched doing a show. And then when she was visiting Twiggy, who had been on a show with her before that, they were friends uh her she went shopping with twiggy and twiggy's daughter a teenage daughter and the dynamics between them she thought well that would be funny to have like a new yorker paired with a brit raising kids kind of a thing and that's how she got the idea and then she pitched it when she got home to this guy that she had met at uh cbs or whatever and her and her husband uh, and there you go. That's that's how the got started. And so for Twiggy to now be on the show is kind of a fun circle of life. That's that's great. Fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, yeah. All three of these had like uh, pretty big cameos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> the uh, so her, we'll talk about her, after we have to talk about her outfit to start this this episode. I hated it so much. <laughs> it was this bright blue turtleneck <laughs> with this bright blue mini skirt, and then she had this horrible vest that I just disliked so much. It had these <laughs> had these embroidered flowers along the the edge, and then like giant flowers. Uh, it was so it was so ugly. It was just like this horrible vest in the sea of bright blue. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that outfit, Larry? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. no. That vest was horrible. I I don't know. It, it was just bad. I'm trying to figure out if she has. Sometimes I think she. I mean, she probably is wearing a turtleneck and a, and a skirt. But then you wonder: is she wearing like a sweater dress almost? Yeah, you, know, you gotta wonder which one it is. Well, sometimes, yeah, it's like why does she even need the turtleneck what is it like overly cold on set what is going on but um but yeah so this this episode it starts out with uh with uh, uh mr sheffield's sister is going to be coming to visit and they're all kind of shocked that she is engaged that she's dating whatever somebody and fran says oh is she like my cousin gladys it's just she's very happy and if you ever need your radiator flushed she's your man so there you go another one of fran's family members in there and uh they i also like when she said that 
And she says, what's the nickname for your sister? She said that her nickname was Moron. Oh, yes. That was like my favorite friend line of this film <laughs> or this episode. Because <laughs> I, I think there's only one episode where they actually show her sister, that her sister is a character. I think it's in season three. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part they just talk about her sister <laughs> and uh, uh and i and i i also liked when fran said the last super saver i took i didn't need a brazier because i had my knees <laughs> in the plane <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> uh, but uh but so yeah so he calls his sister puddle doves and mopsy and uh she is engaged to this guy named nigel and uh she has a chauffeur named lester and <laughs> I, I, I liked when she comes in the sister comes in and she says you, you told me that her laugh sounded like the qe2 adrift in the fog yeah they uh they decide that they're going to get married that weekend at the house which probably is the biggest stretch of all because these are pretty snooty people and i just don't see them being happy with like a a living room wedding yeah but nevertheless sure. that's what you need <laughs> uh and niles makes steak and kidney pie <laughs> oh <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was in a hallmark movie something like that that one with um mckeller um oh um uh, crown for christmas yeah I, I think there was some kind of i think i, I <laughs> and fran and she, my, at least my mother steers clear of the urinary truck <laughs> yeah that was so fun i that thought was that was hilarious. the funniest part <laughs> mm -hmm. that was really funny so they're getting married and then kenny comes over and he uh he doesn't think that he fits in with fancy maggie uh he has his comedy routine <laughs> and uh and so there's kind of that as a subplot and fran figures out that she thinks that that jocelyn is in love with lester with the chauffeur and so she decides she has to tell this to Mr. Sheffield. She wakes him up in the middle of the night. And I thought that whole scene was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. uh, between you see Mr. Sheffield in his pajamas and the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I liked that. And uh, so she finally, she talks to Lester and uh, he's going to quit. And uh, they, they, uh, uh, jocelyn and lesser have their moment and i did think it was kind of funny how they like kept kissing even though people kept opening the door like if it's a secret romance and you're getting married that day i probably would stop as soon as someone opened the door and that was a long <laughs> kiss like i know <laughs> going and going i know i mean i would i would stop yeah, uh, something. yeah. uh <laughs> uh and and francis next time i get a hunch i say we go to the track <laughs> and uh so uh, there were some good niles lines in these three episodes as well mm -hmm. yes. i loved when he said uh, how does when cc says how does nanny find no his sister whatever and she's like he's like he talks in his sleep <laughs> oh yes <laughs> that was great and then 
Also, he says, <laughs> CC says, yes, we keep putting her out at night and she keeps finding her way back. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also get the cute, cute line uh, from uh, Mr. Sheffield at, at the end. It says, imagine being blind that you're in love with someone just because you they work for you. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know. What do you think about it? Like, because they definitely teased a lot in this first season more than I remembered, considering they 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 kind of had that sort of well up on them. I think when they finally had to have the wedding, and they finally because they teased quite a bit about them being in love in this first season. That was heavy over the last episode. We yeah. Did those yes. episodes and then here especially this one i was like oh there it is again really yeah. strong i know really in your face yeah they, they build that that chemistry is so strong between the two of them yes that it's really season four is when it kind of suffers the most because that's after he tells her he loves her and takes it back yeah <laughs> uh that, that season was that, that'll be fun to cover um <laughs> But, uh, but it's 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 pretty cute. I mean, I love it because I love that kind of romantic comedy. But I do think they maybe played their cards a little bit too early, and uh, and then they didn't have as much to kind of do in later seasons. But but anyway, so yeah, so they end up Lester and Jocelyn end up getting married, and everything's super cute and. Uh, so there's she she does have a uh, pink suit with these has like newspaper headlines on it that she okay. I think yeah <laughs> I guess that she is, is her proper suit to to wear for Jocelyn and then at one point she has black tights black turtleneck and then a red dress uh, with black X's on it the dress yeah mm-hmm. and then uh there's a pink robe the pink robe with puffy flowers she's worn a couple times yeah uh to to wake up mr sheffield and then her dress for the wedding was so oh, weird it was awful <laughs> <laughs> it was this long red skirt with this I, the only way i could describe it is a white renaissance top yeah, <laughs> I put yeah that's white. a great description actually <laughs> I called it a lace peasant blouse with a bustier because that's yeah. pretty much what it yeah. was. And it had like a red corset. It was so <laughs> ugly. Like what? Why was she wearing that? It was so strange. At a wedding with a duke? Or well, the duke was originally going to be there. I mean, really? Yeah, it was so weird. There's no turtleneck though. Yeah, it's the only way oh, to get out of that turtleneck. It was like a really bad uniform in a movie, like in a German restaurant, where someone works in a German restaurant and they have to wear a uniform. Like that other Hallmark movie, um, the Veil one. Yeah, Winter in Veil. <laughs> like she's going to work at Beer Garden at Disney World. Like what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what it looked like. It was it really did. It looked like she was going to work at Medieval Times. It was so... <laughs> bizarre i didn't i don't understand it that was so weird especially the long skirt her formal occasion wear is i don't know it's very strange like the date (laughs) stuff she decides to wear or you know we've seen a couple of weddings now this stuff i mean it's it's like oh my uh yeah you really have to spice up this like fancy (laughs) part of your wardrobe huh i know i feel like that gets better in later seasons i don't know maybe i just remembered the (laughs) 
Well, because she was such a fashion icon that maybe we were all just blinded and it's all turtlenecks (laughs) and poor high-end fashion choices. Well, all those things, too, were popular, like the big hair. And I'm like, God, the shoulder pads. I I remember (laughs) shoulder pads. And I'm like, what was I thinking? Uh, Turtlenecks and mini skirts and matching tights. Yeah. Was the Renaissance tops and hideous bright blue (laughs) turtlenecks? I guess that was in. It was in in '93, I guess. Rachel, I think you should wear more turtlenecks. Incorporate them into your daily life. (laughs) Yes. So I guess so. You're missing out. It must have been cold on set. That's my only. Because, man. Uh, But anyway, so how? uh, So what score out of ten would you give this one? What do you think, Clary? I don't know. I think I was actually the opposite of Colleen. I think this was my least favorite of the three. Um, I don't know, the kind of dumb, stuffy, rich people thing. I wasn't too... I, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I probably still like a, a seven. I do think this was a strong crop of episodes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Colleen? Give it an eight, because I thought it was funny. I want to bring up, too, real quick, the guy who played um, the Duke, Nigel. Uh-huh. He, he's a friend of a friend. Oh. So his name is Lane Davies and he's been around on soaps for a while and um, he went one time years and years ago was on a, a now defunct soap called Santa Barbara. It was uh-huh. on NBC and his, I believe sister on the show was Robin Wright. Oh. Very young Robin Wright. <laughs> yes. So I, I, I kind of give it props because I know he knows who <laughs> I know who he is through a friend, you know. Yeah, he knows him and, sure. So, but he was funny being yeah. stuffy. He was yeah. funny. I thought it was really romantic, so I'm a big fan of that because I like romantic stuff. So, I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Uh, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was really cute. Okay, next we have Sunday in the Park with Fran, and <laughs> so this uh, this basically. Uh, Mr. Sheffield and Cece have a brand new play that's coming and Fran's getting all of her relatives to come to the theater and she's, like, she's very disappointed that they don't have, it's not a dinner theater but uh, it, but the she's still, she's trying to make it a success and they find out that this uh, critic this big critic named Frank Bradley that uh, he's a real jerk and uh, we find out that his son is in Grace's class and so uh, they Cece wants the, them to invite this child over to play with Gracie uh, to win over the critic and uh, and so there's there's quite a bit of funny stuff this little kid ends up being this like mini Siskel Nebert uh, and uh, Fran ends up hitting him with a baguette at the <laughs> at the park. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what did you think, uh, Larry, of this one overall? Uh, I thought this one was pretty funny overall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the kid, woo, I mean, I was yeah. like, hand me the baguette. No, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. But really, though, he was he was a handful. Um, but I thought Niles had a lot of really good lines in this episode. I thought he was yeah. really funny. So uh, actually, so did Fran. I, I think it was a lot of just really good zingers that I enjoyed in this one. Yeah, I particularly 
laughed really hard when she sit next, sits, sits next to that other lady. Well, then, oh my gosh. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield, he let me do that. And then Mr. Bradley, that's his. I hardly know, I hardly know both of the men at all. You know, <laughs> that woman's like so scandalized. You call them both Mr.? I, I don't know either of them that well. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah you're right it was a, a really good episode for niles as well uh what do you think colleen of this one i like this one this was my well my second favorite <laughs> so um i thought it was funny that little kid looks familiar to me i want to say he was in then he was in that era of full house i believe uh, right so i want to say he was yeah. on full house yeah i think and- he, is he not the little kid from um the pet cemetery I'm not 100% positive, but he kind of looks like the little kid that was in Pet Cemetery. Mm. Maybe. A little boy who gets brought back to life. It's very possible, yeah. He has a familiar oh, looking face. <laughs> Rachel doesn't watch horror, so. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't yeah. remember, but I know Pet I Cemetery. <laughs> I'll look it up after. I'm I know. I have to figure that out all yes. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Full House. I think he was okay. on Full House. Oh, I want to say he might have been one of michelle's friends yeah i want to say but yeah he was funny he was a handful and honestly you could not get away with hitting a child with a piece of bread today because they would arrest you on Mm -hmm. the spot for child abuse unfortunately that's our life today you know you Uh, can't you could never get away with that now yeah it's a different time that's for sure (laughs) and (laughs) i mean it was definitely an understandable thing like if somebody that you literally have no clue who this person is uh hits your kid with a piece of bread of course you're going to be upset uh <laughs> but i mean you got to have some self-awareness when you and your child both behave like that but uh, <laughs> i'm not saying i wouldn't be fran you know i don't know what the moment would take me away to you know yeah, but, that's, but, that's what I'm, i mean but, and yeah. he was literally attacking gracie so yeah <laughs> i mean he that's was true they went they literally attacking <laughs> her so not leaving you her alone self-defense i suppose yeah. But the but the uh, the the jury would be somewhat swayed by how big of a jerk this Frank guy is. You know, saying that that both the dog and Fran needed a muzzle. Like he is talk about a sexist jerk. Yeah, he is a total jerk. So I think she'd get off with. (laughs) He's also a soap actor. In case anyone didn't know, because everyone I I even looked up. I even looked up today because I'm like, where did they film the nanny? Because I'm like, was it on a lot with a soap opera? Because we've had a couple of soap actors. Yeah, I that did guy. recognize that soap. Isn't he? Wasn't he on Young and the Restless? Yeah, he. I think yeah. he. I think he just left recently. Like he's mm-hmm. been on. He was on like 30 plus years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Eric Braden. But yeah, they didn't film on the same lot. But I had to <laughs> check because I was curious. Even the same thing with the dog, though. I was like you didn't have to grab the dog like why did you touch the dog <laughs> clearly he was not having it with you and the guy like grabbed him and threw him on the ground and like oh yeah that's when he got bit i was like that's your own fault and why Kino did you grab the dog you. like that <laughs> you know an animal rights organization would be after that episode these days today in 2020 there'd be a lot of controversy i feel it would i mean it's just it's like yeah. oh my gosh but like i said uh i also agree i don't i don't know how far i'd have to be pushed especially with a baguette i mean that's the other thing it was a baguette that she yeah. in a swat on the bat uh, with a baguette like come on yeah but i did like when she no, from Mr. Shivers, I, I forbid it. And she says, is that the F word I hear? And Gracie <laughs> says, what's the F word? 
Dick, what's the big that's deal? The F word. That's the F word? <laughs> that was funny. I liked that. And when he makes Fran apologize, that was funny. <laughs> She's just like, um, whatever happened i don't want to apologize but i am apologizing so i'm sorry you know like i can't remember exactly how she says it but yeah. it was funny i mean i loved yeah when they first come in mr sheffield is like do you have anything to say and she's like yeah but then i'd have something else to apologize for yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh and in that conversation with that woman when she starts revealing how many kids she has talking about getting a nanny and friends like oh honey you don't need a nanny you need a hobby yeah <laughs> There was a line earlier when it was Niles when he said when um she called that Frank's off um called that that critic when yeah. she called the critic and he's like can that woman suck up Fran said can that woman suck up and he yeah. said if she came with attachments we could throw out the Hoover <laughs> yes, yes. that's a good one and yeah I was like, oh, God. I, I also I mean he had some good ones with her where he told Cece, I'll drop you off at your usual corner. Yes. <laughs> How come your dog hates you? Well, after all, after all he's he male. Is, yep, those were the three lines I had highlighted <laughs> for Niles. <laughs> uh, baguettes don't hurt people. People hurt people. People hurt people. And I also did love when Gracie, or, you know, Cece doing her usual, like, oh, honey, like, real suck up to Grace. And she's like, am I hers? And Fran is like, no, Angel, you don't shed your skin. I liked that yeah. one too. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you mean I have to completely debase myself? That's what Fran says. Miss Babcock will show you how it's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, this one, there was a real heavy on those zingers in this episode. Yes. Yeah. And so they end up at the premiere and they're, they're at the uh, like Spagos type, whatever those places, I forget what they're called, but you know, where they have the characters on the wall. And it's not what it's called. No, Spago's um, Wolfgang Puck's place. The yeah, something like that, where they have that restaurant on Broadway. And is it Sardi's? Yeah, Sardi's. Sardi's. Yeah, I've been there. And it was started with an S. Yeah. Anyway, and they're all commenting, and Maggie's like, "Oh, it's the uh, Groucho Marx. Is those that Marky Mark's grandfather?" Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, and. Fran is there because Frank Bradley's out because there's been the the uh, the fridge is is down and so they're waiting for the repairman to come and so uh, Niles is is trying not allowing the fridge to be opened at all and he makes these uh, finger foods and uh, Frank ends up getting sick and so he's gone he's out with food poisoning. So they're they're looking for the everyday critic, and that's when Fran gets interviewed, and she says it was a perfect evening of theater, and in the excitement, Fran, uh, Mr. Sheffield gives Fran a hug and and a kiss, so it was pretty exciting. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yes, and then at the end we see Dan Aykroyd coming in. He is a plumber, or whatever. He's a repairman, and uh, we see his, uh, more of his crack than we ever would want to see. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, and then they show the uh, the the ending cast introductions with Dan Aykroyd. So I guess that was a big get. They were really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, in the um closing credits you're kind of like wow 
I mean, I guess maybe he just had no time. I'm like, you got Dan Aykroyd for such a, a random little part at the end. I know. And I, I mean, it looked like they were really good friends or something. Yeah, I don't know. I th- you would think if you were going to get Dan Aykroyd, it would be for a, a little bit bigger of a role. I know. <laughs> uh, so the fashion in this one, you have her in a black skirt, tights, turtleneck, all black with a leopard print vest uh, to start. And then you have uh, her dress at the uh, at the play. It's a sparkly, multicolored cocktail dress with spaghetti straps and long black gloves. And I actually liked this pretty good. I think it was, if, as far as formal wear, uh, I no turtleneck, no turtleneck, <laughs> and it was fun. I like I like sparkle, so it was, <laughs> I enjoyed that. And then her final dress is the uh, has sort of red at the bottom, and then there's sort of blocks of color, uh, color blocking with black, blue, yellow, red, and white. Is her last dress. I and, liked that. I felt like that was a little more modern. That was almost ahead of its time. I felt. Yeah, and then the yeah. red nylons on it. Well, that wasn't ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> dress was ahead of its time. <laughs> Oh, and she had the, at the park, she had the black pants and the really, I liked that white motorcycle jacket she had on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. No, every now and then she gets like a cool jacket that I'm like, ooh, Mm -hmm. I like that jacket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed this one as well. I I give this, especially that kiss. I really like that. (laughs) Um, So I would also give this one 8.5. I really liked it. What about you, Larry? Yeah, I think I would go 8.5 on this one, too. I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. What do you think, Colleen? I'm going to go 7.5, just a little bit down from mm-hmm. the last one, because yeah. I really did enjoy it. All right, last one. We have the gym teacher. So Maggie claiming she's sick uh, with her monthly friend, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, she is actually trying to get out of gym class. They're doing gymnastics, and it turns out that that maggie has the same gym teacher as fran and played by rita moreno so that was pretty fun i think to have rita Rita moreno uh on here especially with her uh (laughs) her uh uh, her little homage that she does to uh, west side story that was fun that was probably my favorite part of this this episode that little last little bite at the end Mm -hmm. as they're going through the yearbook yeah, stay with your own kind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I liked when Fran says, a lot of Nazis left to South America. She came to Queens. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, then you also have in here, you have this actor named Alan Beck, who uh, Mr. Sheffield used to work for him. And he hated him. He was the worst. And now he's having to kind of kiss up to him in order to uh, get him to play this part and of FDR. And uh, he's really, really rude. He calls Cece Blondie. Uh, he, uh, uh, he doesn't want to play FDR as a paraplegic. Uh, he has all these demands. I know. Colleen, what did you think about this episode? This was my least favorite. I did like the Rita Moreno part. Um, I had to look up that actor, but he's Joseph Bologna. He's kind of famous. He's famous. Oh, yeah? 
Um, and it wasn't my favorite, but it was, it was okay. I, I did get a kick out of the fashion and some of the stuff, some of the antics and the hijinks at the gymnastics was kind of funny, but it, it, was, it was definitely my least favorite of the three. Yeah, there was a lot of fashion in this one. <laughs> yeah, we get a return of the red tights, which is always <laughs> scary. <laughs> uh, that, uh, I liked when Niles is cleaning Mr. Sheffield's windows and, yes. uh, and he says, uh, as opposed to what I'm doing, which is a hobby, you know what I mean? Yeah, Mr. Sheffield is like, oh, Niles, please, I'm trying to work here. Yeah, Niles replies, <laughs> yes, of course, though. like what I'm doing here is such a hobby. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. And yeah. and I, I think, who can't relate to the whole thing of the gym teacher? Because that kind of stuff is the worst. Especially, like, who, <laughs> oh, can, yeah. who can climb a rope? I mean, come on. You have to, when you're that age, especially, I mean, nobody can do that. It's so hard. It's brutal. And you're feeling the pain, Rachel, just watching that. Oh episode. my gosh, yes. And Did you guys I, have a, a least favorite gym activity? Mine was actually those pull-up bars where you had to almost put your chin up above the bar. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. I mean, I, you just hang there. You can't do it. That's ridiculous. And. Rachel, <laughs> I mean, who can do that in front of the class? That was the worst part. Uh, I knew I was already the least athletic, and it just made it worse. I mean, I think I hated the mile run probably the most because it was the most painful. It lasts the longest. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. And then do I was think? like, I, I was in middle school, and I, I ran the the mile on the track team. So that uh, one, I was okay with. <laughs> I was okay with the running activity. <laughs> That's athletes the, in the in the group here <laughs> that's the one that man i would try to get out of so bad i know a lot of people try to get out of the pool anytime but i loved anytime we got in the pool that was my favorite so <laughs> i actually got my um my lifeguarding certification in high school which was a huge deal at the time because that was Ooh. very physically demanding and so you know, a lot of people didn't think that I could do it, and uh, and I went and crushed it. So I that was really hey, really exciting. To you, All yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I loved doing stuff in the water. Took aquatics two years in, <laughs> in high school, but uh, but yeah, I mean, because my asthma doesn't really do that well with mile runs, and so that was always <laughs> I think the biggest dread. I know but, in uh, high school, I have to say, I did kind of worm my way through uh, PE because we you just had to get two credits of PE so two years worth um and one year I took bowling and then one year I did something we had at our school called positive PE and it was just you signed up to help like the special needs kids at our school oh. like with different activities um so I did those two as like my two <laughs> PE credits <laughs> in high school <laughs> <laughs> that's funny like positive p what did you all get a trophy at the end yeah no <laughs> but that sounds no. good that sounds good no i mean obviously that one you know i didn't really get <laughs> any sort of physical education myself but, uh, it was pretty but if it's, you're helping. this is a really rewarding kind of experience you get to know i mean it was really sweet but yeah uh yeah so they have miss wickovach here yeah fran's old gym teacher i and she was pretty harsh i mean she says life's not fair ask the old maid <laughs> oh i loved I mean, it that made me laugh 
<laughs> I mean, I did like, of course, it plays into stereotypes, but sometimes stereotypes can be funny, y'all. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was pretty funny when she was like, oh, yeah, I'm married. A friend was like, to a man. Yeah. 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 Like, oh. it's, like in, it's like in Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> the trolls yeah. in the math department were actually married. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's always <laughs> the the female gym teacher is always the stereotype. Um but yeah, yeah. you know, again when it's Rita Moreno, she has like this certain charm to her like bitter yeah. mean woman. <laughs> well <laughs> she's like, like uh, the 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 she calls him Mary Lou Rotten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. She's Olga and Nadia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> And I, uh, I liked seeing Fran all in with uh, all in all that pain. I mean, it was funny to see oh, her. She tries to go up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever want a good laugh, you look up the Kartak guys. They have the, they had this whole thing that they read one time called Tanya the Trainer, and, and it's, it starts out this guy. He's really excited. He gets he gets a. Uh, a personal trainer from from uh, for a birthday gift or whatever. It's really excited at first, and Tawny's like this goddess, you know. By the end of the week, <laughs> he's like, "I hate I hate Tanya more than any human being has ever hated." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think this episode would have been stronger. Like, I know it was a good parallel. You know, they both were kind of facing their demons and having to stand yeah. up for themselves. But I think it might have just been stronger if we focused just on the Rita Moreno storyline. Because yeah. yeah. I think Mr. Sheffield is definitely weaker. Yeah, um, I agree. The Alan, the Alan character, he's not as funny. He's not as funny. Yeah. The the gags aren't as funny. Yeah, he just kind of comes off as rude. Whereas the gym teacher is really mean, but it provides for a lot of fun banter or like funny jabs. Uh, right. The other one, he was just kind of rude, and you're like, oh god, this guy is terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. I do, and um, uh. Yeah, because he 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 isn't funny. He's more just a jerk. Yeah. Like, even to Cece, you know, you feel kind of bad for her at a point when he's calling her Blondie <laughs> and everything. And it, yeah, it would have been funny if if uh, Miss uh, Wakovich had uh, Wakovich had come to dinner or something. Like maybe make her part of the Sheffield plot. You know, kind of a yeah. thing that would have been mm-hmm. kind of funny. That's or at least have like. Um... Val meet her again, you know. Yeah. At the beginning yeah. of the episode, as part of the banter about getting out of class, but she never get, comes along to like see yeah. her again. I mean, it, it, I think yeah. that would have been a fun dynamic to have her tag along one time or something. Well, and Val is exceptionally stupid at the beginning of this. <laughs> it's like pick up on what a period is. What's wrong with you? Oh, uh, she's had <laughs> a probation. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like, what's the end of a sentence? Probation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and so basically, they they have this big test, uh, and uh, Maggie takes the test, and she's, um, she's terrible, but, uh, and Fran tells her, says, teachers are supposed to educate, not intimidate, and... Uh, and then she starts choking on a on her whistle or something i don't know like the and, ball of the whistle i think yeah. okay yeah and so fran saves her life and so she decides to give maggie an a 
and uh, she still is kind of strong-armed it's not like completely voluntary right, right. it's like Fran right. being like you got an a and like staring her down yeah. <laughs> and so then you have alan in there giving this ridiculous contract of all the different things that he wants and uh then then you have mr sheffield finally uh proving that he is uh the the we finally have him kind of shaming him because he goes outside and they have all these actors there ready to be cast to play fdr including uh including france and anthony hopkins called again (laughs) he's like whatever tony wants is fine with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he apologizes and so that's kind of the end of the the episode but uh yeah there's a lot of fashion in this one you have this red turtleneck with uh, this one got me because she had so many layers on there was there was the turtleneck and then there was a purple blouse and a vest (laughs) and a green there was a green skirt pink coat so so there's a turtleneck a blouse a vest (laughs) and a coat (laughs) and red tights (laughs) Were you just kind of itching, hot, watching it? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'd be sweating. Like, all oh. that big hair would be flat to my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be sweating in all those layers. And then the next outfit she has worn before, it was a, uh, it's a dress with, like, red kind of ombre dots, polka dots oh, yeah. that go, uh, they get darker as it goes on. And it had, uh, it had a black turtleneck on there. Uh, and then i mean and it is kind of amazing how covered she is like if you were going to uh going to talk about a modest show is she's she is covered all the way up to the neck almost every scene and then she has a rare cocktail dress or something like that i know that's what's so funny like in the the previous episode when she comes down and was like how do i look and he was like uh niles makes a joke about <laughs> yeah. her her needing to cover up more and it and it is like ah no i don't know i think <laughs> again there's this persona and they try to sell it real hard in the dialogue and in the jokes that she's you know scantily dressed or super sexy and it's like no she's literally covered <laughs> yeah. the bottom of her chin all the way down like because she always has tights on always yeah. has heels these skirts i mean all the, not only just covered from the chin down like excessively covered like literally wearing four layers here i mean she'd fit in in utah i mean it it's (laughs) it's a lot i mean if you're trying to yeah if you're trying to stereotype her by the writing as someone who yeah from queens who may be a little more you know loose or for about lack of a better word yeah she does not come off that way at all (laughs) yeah this episode she talks about uh some of her activities on that balance beam yeah so i mean she throws in those little lines of dialogue while she's covered like in sweaters and vests Uh, yeah, so we see the blue skirt again, and then uh, there's a long sleeve top that's that I thought was pretty. It was like a kind of a watercolorish looking yeah. um, flowers, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a garnet color. But then she has these blue nylons <laughs> and a sparkly belt, uh, <laughs> and then she's in the exercise clothes, black exercise pants with a 
a multicolored leotard. Maggie's, I thought, leotard was really ugly with yes. with a kind of cut out at the top. It looked really, really bad. Um, and then there was a blue turtleneck, blue skirt, black uh, shirt with a white suit coat with the black buttons and a black collar, which I think she's worn before, mm-hmm. that, that suit coat at least. Yeah, I was like, I like the suit coat over black is good. It just, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, sometimes the pairing of everything together is where it gets a little, like, dodgy. I, I think she wore the white suit coat in the um, one where she's there pretending to have oh, the, yes. yeah. You know, and then... I'm- Oh, I'm no. sorry. Real quick, I love royal blue, and I yeah. love royal wearing royal, royal blue. But when you pair it, like you said, with like three other colors, it's just too much. It's fine yeah. on its own. Like right. if she were to wear like a basic dress that was royal blue, a sleeveless dress, I mean that'd be beautiful. Yeah. But to no. pair the neck and neckline and all that stuff, <laughs> oh, it's too much. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, that's <laughs> I agree. And uh, then one final, she wears a purple turtleneck green skirt and a sort of a vest with little like diamonds on it kind of look uh and that's that was her last look and uh yeah i mean she looks great in bright colors fran does uh but um but i don't know why they had her just i guess we got to look up the history of turtlenecks and there's got to be a a huge chapter in 1993 must have been a big deal but i was at a high i was at first freshman year in college i do not remember what i was wearing at that time yeah. <laughs> look over your pictures Susie. i know i have to go back and see if turtlenecks <laughs> were the hot thing they might have been i don't know yeah, turtlenecks um, and vests <laughs> this one i would give a seven too it was fun i enjoyed it but not as much as the others yeah seven i'm right there with you I'm gonna go with like a six and a half. It just wasn't. Eh. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Not yeah. my favorite. So there we go. That's three episodes this for this week. Let us know if you've seen these episodes. What you think and what your favorite uh, fashion looks were of the episodes. And uh, and yeah, please leave your ratings and reviews of the Frankcast. Uh, like we're starting it uh, all anew uh, as its own entity. So please share spread the word and uh, larry where can people find you yeah you can find me on twitter instagram as well as youtube all at lc screen talk great and colleen i am on twitter and instagram at lele44094 l-e-l-e44094 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes and make sure to follow the home podcast as well and make sure to follow us at frankcast 14 on twitter and uh, we will be back again next week so look forward to those three episodes and we're almost finished first season it's pretty crazy yeah yeah wild (laughs) yeah and so let us know what you think and we'll talk to y'all later bye everyone Bye. Bye. bye